Once the Lord of Light banished dark and all that stemmed from humanity, and men assumed a fleeting form. These are the roots of our world. Men are props on the stage of life, and no matter how tender, how exquisite, a lie will remain a lie. Now, it's because of this dialogue from Aldia, the scholar of the first sin, that most believe the first sin was a product of Gwyn's desperation to prolong his age of fire. Be it the undead curse, the linking of the fire, or perhaps them being one and the same. Time is indeed convoluted, but I'd wager there were two other far more grievous sins before the undead curse or the linking of the fire. But of course sin, like most things, is subjective. Sleep well, and allow me to weave you the tale of the first sin. My frontrunner for the first sin would be the events of Isolith or more specifically, the witch's attempt to recreate the first flame. To start gathering evidence for this, we need to first take a trip to Drang Laic. In the depths of the lost Bastille is Sinner's Rise, and imprisoned within is a being called the Lost Sinner. Her soul reads, the lost sinner eternally punishes herself for the sins of her past. Now, ordinarily this would be an easily ignored find, at least in the context we're exploring. But what's cool about Dark Souls 2, as I'm sure most of you know, is that you can acquire the recycled Lord Souls of Gwyn, Nido, and the Witch of Isolith from certain bosses. And as it happens, you receive the Witch of Isolith's soul from the Lost Sinner. Then, of course, there's the Chaos Bug that crawls within the Lost Sinner's eye before the fight begins. And the Pyromancers that fight alongside her, slinging Chaos Pyromancies, as well as Pyromancies developed in Aldean Rites. Now, I'm not suggesting that the Lost Sinner is the Witch of Isolith, still paying her penance all these millennia later. It could or could not be, but what's important is that she is no doubt symbolic of the Witch of Isolith. Through the Pyromancers, the Chaos Bug, and of course, the Sin. The reason I mentioned that the pyromancies created in Aldian rites is because, of course, Aldia is important to knowing what the first sin is. For quick reference, Aldia is both a place and a person. It's not clear whether Aldia, the scholar of the first sin, was named after this place or vice versa. But it seems clear that he sat at the head of whatever hierarchy they had as their item descriptions mostly mention Lord Aldia, and how they were all about conducting very messed up experiments, which we know Aldia was no stranger to. 
Aldia acquired much knowledge during his various stints of research, and some of that knowledge was, and has to be, about chaos, its history and all that comes with it. The Witch of Isolith was the mother of pyromancy, and all things pyromancy lead back to Isolith, and the fact that the Aldians have created their own is likely owed to Aldia's research of her. Take, for example, the description of the Bone Shield. It reads, Shield used by Aldian acolytes, crafted from the skull of some creature that outlived its usefulness for experimentation. The peculiar figure known as Lord Aldia kept giants in his manor, and attempted to recreate a dragon, but after some time was not heard from again. So they began to craft equipment out of the bones or skulls of creatures they experimented on. With that in mind, we can look at the similarity of the Aldian warlocks' masks and the cleric demons from within the demon ruins. Which implies that they even experimented on chaos demons. Not to mention that Aldia himself is bathed in fire. Now, that could be because of his connection to the bonfire, or that he became a corporeal form of the flame itself. But that's a rabbit hole for another time. But Aldia does cast flame sorceries, which predates even pyromancy, as we see him casting what looks to be some sort of flame version of homing soul mass. The Isolith Staff description from Dark Souls 3 reads, Ancient catalyst of the Witch of Isolith and her daughters, used long before the dawn of chaos and pyromancy. With the birth of the Chaos Flame, the Flame Witches were at once both sorcerers and shamans. And as far as I know, they were the only ones to practice actual flame sorcery as the witch's lord soul was the life soul, and the source of life was fire. And we know sorceries are the power of the soul. So, Aldia being able to cast flame sorceries isn't coincidental, especially considering that the lost sinner holds on to the witch's recycled soul. We know that the lost Bastille predates Vendrick's reign, but we know that he had to employ its use, especially after the undead curse broke out, as it's guarded by the ruined sentinels, which are said to be a soul that haunts the armor they inhabit. Which isn't surprising given the research both Vendrick and Aldia put into the manipulation of souls while trying to figure out a cure for undeath. Aldia, I believe, very much studied the witch's soul, and learned of her legacy as well as her sins. In fact, it appears that he studied Isolith in as much extent as he did the ancient dragons, and being the scholar of the first sin, that seems rather relevant. Also, tank for example, all the references of Isolith and its sin. Come to think of it, there's hardly any references of any specific sins within the game besides the events of Isolith. 
which is even less ambiguous than the goddess of sin herself. The lost sinner is symbolic to the sins of Isleth in every way, even to the weapon mechanics, when using her sword it eats away at your health, just like the Chaos Blade. The floating Chaos Pyromancy from Dark Souls 3 states, Chaos burns away in the blink of an eye, but it was the primordial life born in the bed of chaos, and a grievous symbol of Isoleth's sins. It's the only constant of sin we see in the game referenced time and again to the witch's failed attempt at recreating the first flame. The description even references it as the primordial life born in the bed of chaos. Now, primordial typically means existing since the beginning of time, but in this case it could mean since the beginning of their time, i.e. the beginning of fire. All that evidence points me to believe that the chaos of Isolith was the first sin not Gwen linking the fire or cursing humanity. Though, obviously, I'd likely consider those sins as well, just not the first. But if the events of Isleth weren't the first sin, I still don't believe it was what Gwen did at the decline of his age of fire. If anything, it was what he did towards the beginning. The small envoy banner reads... The small banner used by envoys of Great Lord Gwyn in the days of yore. For the pygmies who took the Dark Soul, the Great Lord gifted the Ringed City. An isolated place at World's End. And his beloved youngest daughter. Promising her that he would come for her when the day came. Gwen did that before linking the fire or cursing humanity. If the Witch of Isolith didn't commit the first sin, then it has to be giving your daughter away to your enemies. But maybe it wasn't that specifically. Maybe it was what Filianor was even there for. To sleep and hide the truth from the world. <laughs>